Welcome to the Voice of Victory podcast, Victory with a Twist edition, with your host, Bishop Mark L. House, and the twisty co-host, Doe, Tamaya Ann Halton. Get ready for wisdom, wit, and the word. And don't forget to subscribe so you're never without victory. Enjoy. Hello, family. It is a wonderful day to be alive, and I know that wherever you are, God's hand is somewhere close to your life, making things happen for you. Welcome to another edition of Victory with a Twist, and my twisties are here right now. <laughs> they'll, um, they'll, they'll introduce themselves. Hey, y'all. I'm Doe. Hey, I'm Maya. I'm Halton. You see how they try to sound all, hey, I'm, hey, I'm. <laughs> I mean, be real. Yo, it's me. Just be real. What is with that fake? Hello. It's Vanna White. What is that? What is with that stuff? Why do y'all why do y'all act like that? Gotta be professional, huh? Gotta be what? Professional. Professional. I don't understand how a person is to be. What was it again? What's that word? Professional. Don't go to whispering. <laughs> whispering don't spell words right. All right, just for the record. Um, I'm glad to be back. Y'all glad to be back with me again? Yes. <laughs> it's good to be here. Um, what y'all what y'all do over the weekend? Okay, don't worry about talking once. <laughs> weekend. Well, I was able to travel with the greatest preacher on this side of Really. Yeah, it's by the name of Bishop Markel House. <laughs> uh, well, me and my younger siblings, we went to the escapeology. We had, you know, try to find your way out of the room. That was pretty fun. Really? Yeah. Did, did you find your way out? Okay, actually, we got down to the Well, well hold on. When they start out, you go, okay, okay, let me see. They about to explain something. It's either a lie or they about to tell you they took an L and they don't want you to know they took that L. Okay, we got go, down go, to go. the last. My God. And we would have been out. So if they would have gave us maybe 10 more minutes, My God. we would have escaped the So room. you ran out of time. We did. We ran out of time. So <laughs> you said all that to say you failed. <laughs> Not necessarily. Admit your failure publicly. Come on. Like a full failure. It was like a semi-failure. No, that, you failed. Okay, listen. We didn't. We failed, but it wasn't a full <laughs> failure. We almost. What's a half a fail? Because we almost made it out. You got to give us our credit for that. No. <laughs> I think the, 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 the credit is when you come out, not when you almost come out. That's like almost going to heaven. Okay, you got a point, but had we had 10 more minutes, ah, we would have been out. 10 more days. He saved us. I got. I got. I got. Look at this. Okay. I failed. Just say it right now. I failed. Why is it hard for you to say that? <laughs> so the spirit of pride, the spirit of pride is there. That's not it. We were very close. Did you succeed? Almost. Say, say you failed. Say you failed. Okay, we failed. No, 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 not, not, no, no, no. Don't say we. It doesn't matter. We're only talking to you. Okay, I failed. Thank you. Gosh, get back up and try again. <laughs> we, we're going to try again. Not the same one, but we're going to try again. That one's too hard. No. Just, we're not going to do the same one over. Right, Smith falls seven times and he gets back up. Hopefully you guys will uh, will recover from it. Um, 
Hopefully, right? I, um, well, what if we was like a real radio station? And we'd be like, traffic on 75. <laughs> <laughs> really slow. Forecast. <laughs> Wait, but you gotta, do, you gotta do the traffic first. Oh, okay. Then the weather. Then the weather. Oh, so once, okay. I, once I get on the traffic, then you do the weather. Right. We just the models. Oh my God. How are you a model at a radio station? <laughs> Voices are bad, aren't they? <laughs> so, the traffic on 75 is slow. Traffic on 85, slow. The traffic on 285, slow. 166, super slow. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're trying to get to work today, don't go. Thank you. That's the gist of it. Give them the weather. You need the weather. Tonight. It is... 800 degrees. <laughs> Currently 800 degrees. And in the next two hours, it'll be six degrees. <laughs> That's Atlanta weather. You get all of the weather in Atlanta at one time. Um, so look, I look like we got a, a full show um, today. A bunch of things to uh, to talk about. You excited? I am. I am. Very much so. So which, which dart y'all aiming for first on that board? I know which one I am. I know which one I'm aiming for. Which one are you aiming for? Social peer pressure. Social peer pressure. Mm -hmm. Really? Why you want to go there first? Because that's, it's basically just what's really going on in the world right now. Huh? It's what, that's what's really going on in the world right now with us teenagers, teen adults, young adults. You know you're not a teenager no more. I feel young, you know. I feel young. Okay, hold on. So before this, let's let's do this. Let's do this. Before we go to the social peer pressure, if you were a car in the hood, <laughs> which car would you be? I would be a Mustang. Why? Because they go vroom, vroom. What? <laughs> I think you're more like an F-150. <laughs> I think you, you're more like an F-150. Oh, I think I'm a Mustang. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Okay, okay. So I, I think you're F-150, but you say what you want to. If you were a car in the hood, I'll be a, a Cadillac on 22s. <laughs> you look more like a Honda Accord. You look more like a Honda Accord to me. Yeah. The one, the one with the seatbelt that come up on you and choke you. Like when people just open the door to the Honda Accord, that door is automatic seatbelt. Come back up and like, oh lock you in before you knew it was ready. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, I was like a Honda Accord. No. Take it easy. No, you look more like a priest. You look more like you look more like a Prius. Yeah. I'm for real. You you like you more like a Prius. Just an efficient little car going everywhere fast. You look more like a Prius to me. For real. So Prius Accord one fifth And and she be the one with the extended cap. Extra space inside there. I'm a Mustang. Vroom, vroom. vroom. <laughs> we'll never let that live down. Vroom, vroom. Let's talk about the social, um, social peer pressure. Um, social peer pressure literally is, it's a real thing. 
people watch what other people do online mm-hmm. and then immediately either get in their feelings or get caught in a jealous spiral and insecurity and then try to compete with the person that doesn't even know you're competing with them because of this social peer pressure. So because they got a new car, you feel like you got to get a new car because you saw they had 120 likes. So you go to get 120 likes, and that thing comes. Do, do y'all do y'all see it? Talk to me. Yes, sir. I see it often. Um, with me being inside of, you know, with me doing music or whatnot. I remember they had this challenge going around. Did you see him just plug yourself? <laughs> I just want to see if y'all saw. <laughs> they had this challenge going around where um, they had an instrumental for all of the rappers to hop on and to rap on, and I feel like social peer pressure pushed a lot of people out there to rap on this instrumental that could not rap. And they felt like, hey, you know what? I'm going to do it because they did it. When they did it, it was it, they didn't really do it. So I've seen a lot of people take L's due to, and they were in their feelings because they didn't get the same kudos as other people that other people got when they rapped. Um, it, didn't, it, didn't, it just didn't go well for a lot of people around this time. What you, what you think? Yeah, so like, even with the, we talked last week about the BBLs. You see one famous person. You have to bring that back up. I'm just saying. You see one the Brazilian butler. Oh my <laughs> For the people who missed it. One famous person gets it. They get a whole bunch of likes. People after them. Now it's just like it's the thing. Now everybody wants to go and get it. Social peer pressure. Um, I, I see social peer pressure in a whole other way too. So. They, they did an engagement this way, and so now you come back and you give Buddy the standard. If you don't do it this way, then I'm not going to marry you because this is what he did, this is what she did, this is what they did. I saw one today that was, like, out of this world. Um, the cruise ship had just taken off out of um, Fort Lauderdale, and an airplane comes flying by and it circles the, um, the cruise ship. And when it circles the cruise ship, um, the the thing says, so-and-so, will you marry me? And he circled the plane. Now, that had to be a coordinated effort. Well, everybody's not going to do it that way. So it might not be that you get the airplane flown over. But now, I'm sure they have pictures and videos of it with, with this happening. But social peer pressure makes you pressure more than just yourself. Because you'll cut a person up because that's not the intent of their heart. And they're only doing it to be liked, but that is not going to have the legitimate, heartfelt thing that the person wanted to do for you. Because the engagement, they're going to set it up the way they want to honor you, the way they want to love you, that kind of thing. Not to get stuck there, but that's the thing that they want to do. But a lot of times what happens is we force people into a dynamic that's not them. And then when they don't live up to it and they're frustrated because that's not their personality, that's not their character, then you drive them nuts trying to make them do something that's not them. And whatever they give you, they mean it from their heart. So do you want it for show? Do you want it for likes? Or do you want it for love? Because the person that did that, that was how he does things. Now, you'll do, he work at Walmart and he can't afford that plane. He, he can't afford that plane. And now you were here really love me because I saw a man do it with the plane. Then you got a whole problem. What, what, what do y'all say? Where else have you seen people with social uh, peer pressure? Oh, outside of social media. Um, even in school, Pop. Like, you can see it in school. Uh-huh. Where, where, where at in school, though? You saying in school, but where at in school? 
So you got, let's say shoes. Kids, Jordans is in the bag right now. Um, you got some kids who probably can't afford it, but because they see that that's the fad, now they're being bullied or they're trying to pressure their parents to get it. Then they go out and find other means to get to shoes. Yep. So then you got stealing or selling drugs or, you know, doing things like that. Beating kids up. We done seen some fights that done happen this year already. And it's just so it's that peer pressure trying to be like the next person. Or trying to be liked by everybody. And that's an ill law by itself. Yeah, because those likes fade. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what you do tomorrow, somebody else is going to have the viral post. Yes, sir. And so the safe zone is staying in your lane, doing what you do comfortably. Um, Some things come with time that don't come with an immediate response. But that social peer pressure is extremely dangerous. Um, They'll tell you that for some folk, it's not good to be online all day long looking at posts and reading things like that because it affects the way you think. It starts to affect the way you think and it'll change who you are because you're trying to live up to the standard of what you think everybody likes online. Then you go take the picture, you put it online, and you only got five likes and you wonder why nobody likes you. Now you mad at everybody for not liking you and that ain't the case. Yes, sir. And, you know, I really wonder if social peer pressure has a lot to do with all of these fake online profits nowadays as well. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to get attention or trying to get likes. Okay. Yes, sir. We have yeah, because you, 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 got, you got a real one, mm-hmm. and then you see, you see what happens when the real one is there. Yes, you see what happens when the real one is there, and then the fake one mm-hmm. comes back and he tries to duplicate what we're doing. Yes, Something I said, um, I was talking before going to the pulpit, and I said, some people are only regurgitating because they refuse to do research. And the researcher is the one that's going to preach to you every time. It's going to be consistent. It's going to be articulate. It's going to be authentic. It's going to be powerful. But the person who's a regurgitator can only repeat what somebody else says, but they cannot explain it the way the person explained it because they've never done the research. It's like me writing my answers to my worksheet to my math problem on your paper and the teacher tell you to show your work, you can't. You got to bring the teacher back to me. So the false prophet, when he gets done playing with you, has to bring you back to the real teacher. False prophets have never been my competition. They've always been students. Misguided who could not get what they needed to get. Because they refused to submit. Come on, yeah. So, so where, where we at? Um, so, next on the list is this. How do we feel about this Kanye West album? You asking me? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You want you want me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saved. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm sanctified. Mm-hmm. That with a mosh. Hey. With All a right. mighty burning fire. Uh-huh. But I gotta tell you, um. This this new Kanye West album. Mm-hmm. So you want to know if I like it? If I how you know I even heard it? They know it <laughs> just a guess. <laughs> just, just a... He's on one. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you, brother. I love the album. I absolutely love the album. This is probably one of my favorite songs. No child left behind. Um. I, I like it. Kanye, um, 
as whatever. I've, I've noticed that he's saying things that some preachers won't. Which is dangerous. Because God somehow is using this guy to say things that, I'm not saying he's a preacher, he's a prophet, I'm not saying any of that. But somewhere in there, Kanye has a message through there. You'll find at different places on that on that album that uh, he talks about going to heaven. He talks about rapture. He talks about um, you know different things about God. Some churches don't even preach the rapture. So do I agree with everything that he's done in life? No. And what was your question? You said do they have to? Yeah. You should. You can't preach a piece of the Bible if you're not going to preach all of it. Yes, sir. So why would why would we hang out and talk about Earth and I never prepare you for heaven? So then, to answer your question, you can't preach the gospel without talking about the rapture. Because the good news is that this in a minute is going to be old news. Very true. So where we are now, in a little while, we're leaving here. Yes, sir. That, that is going to happen. Yes, sir. But a lot of places you don't hear about it. You only hear about the here and now. When you're dead, you're done. Death is not done. It's a doorway to eternity. Death is not, is not the end of anything. Okay? So for a believer, you die not to die again. Okay, what'd you say? Yeah, stop whispering. So the, the deal is when you when you when you when you hear this right, he puts you in the mind. He says certain key phrases. If you listen, Bishop, you listen to rap music. I listen to everything. Yes, you do. I listen to every kind of music there is. Um, you can't name a genre that I don't listen to. There's every kind of music that I listen to, and there there's several reasons. If you don't know the language of the day, you cannot influence the day. So there's a lost connection with the world. There's a lost connection with the church. So we both got to know what each other's saying. There can never be an understanding where there is limited information about what both of us do. But if you watch, if you watch Kanye, um, <clears throat> I mean, he's crazy. He says, okay, I'll take all of that from you. However, what did you say about Jesus lately? Wow. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Think about it, because you got a lot of folk who doing a lot of talking. Some of the gospel artists only call him him, he, it. He articulates the name Jesus. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not preaching that he is some, you know, I'm not doing that. What I'm saying is, the boy is on to something. There's even one song, not that I heard the whole album, there's even <laughs> one song on there with people speaking in tongues, which would spark a conversation, what are they doing? Wow. Yes, sir. Because a lot of people ain't doing it in regular gospel artists. Uh-huh. And that'll open the doorway to, to the people who don't know. They want to find out. They're going to find out. They're going to ask questions. We want them to ask the questions. They are. And then because his following is so big, too. So now you're getting this out there. Pastors, people mm-hmm. who go to church, like, it's millions of people who have already streamed this album. Think about the millions of people who have just got opened up to. Introduced to. Yeah. Like, what are tongues? Like, what is it? What are they talking about? What's the rapture, right? So watch this. 
In Acts chapter 10, God gets Simon, Peter, the Jew, to go and speak to the Gentiles. Okay? He gets him to go and speak to the Gentiles. When he goes to speak to the Gentiles, he has to learn to eat pork. Because that's what he's going to be around when he gets to the Gentiles. The Jews didn't eat pork. He tells them, rise, Peter, slay, and eat. Because I need you to be comfortable when you go to them. I got to make it look like you're one of them so I can win them. Wow. So that you don't offend them with your religion. I need you to be able to say something to them that's going to pull them back to me. And that's what a lot of us are missing. We don't relate to anybody except for our titles, our creeds, and our personal conversations. And so some people come to our churches and they're deaf to what we're doing because they don't speak the language. So wherever you are, you've got to learn to be bilingual. You've got to speak your language and theirs and then make them comfortable enough with yours. He put that to beats and got me listening to it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely. He used his craft to, to, to bring people closer to Jesus. That's amazing. I wish everybody, a lot of people did that. And, 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 and even while you're looking at it, right, so he, he brought them closer to Jesus. He ain't trying to do no altar call. He ain't doing nothing. So what he's doing is he's opened the door, and then they're going to go seeking. Seeking, you shall find. You're going to go and seek, and once you go and seek, then you'll be saved. Seeking leads to saving. Yes, sir. Always. But he has to set somebody up. And normally when he sets somebody up, he raises one up amongst you. I don't know what his next album going to be about. I don't know if he's going to go nuts tomorrow. I have no idea. But I'm telling you what's on this one. I heard it for myself. I heard it for myself. And there's, there's, there's nothing you can take away from this. There's nothing you can take away from this at all. Okay? You've got to understand there's nothing you can take away from this. There's nothing you can take away from it. You got to get a man his props for what he do. Yeah, have yeah, to. Definitely. He has a, um, a track on there called Donda. That's actually the name of the album. And it's, it's amazing because he talks about his mom. The, the, the album was actually dedicated to his mother right. who passed away. I forgot what year, forgive me. But um, she, she seemed like an amazing woman. And you can definitely tell it made an impact in his life when he lost her. So this album was, was beautiful. Like, absolutely beautiful because it was his dedication to his mother. So um, the song was absolutely amazing too. That's probably my favorite song on the album. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite would have to be Lord I Met You because he sampled Brie. She's a gospel artist. I like when he sampled her sleep right here. It was. Which one you like? You don't know none of them. I don't care. <laughs> CBL was better than Donda. What? Yeah. Which one was that? CBL by Drake. Called Certified Lover Boy. Yes. Nobody like Nobody. Nobody. Drake was fire. You just have to be the oddball from every freaking case. Yes. He's, see me, it was it. My favorite. <laughs> what? A lot of yeah, what's my favorite? A lot of Drake music can be very depressing. It is not depressing. What? Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm trying to figure out why her voice just elevated. <laughs> Number one, uh -huh. and that was the only time she's been articulate, loud, and attacking in this whole conversation today is because you came for Drake Dad. Don't come for Poppy. What? That's one of his songs only. Room, room. Oh, Mustang. Yes, sir. So, questions. Sound like that old hyena love. <laughs> No, I just said Drake music is depressing. I didn't mean to say it was depressing, but you know, it, it puts you in it puts you in the mood. But I use the word depressing because we hear it so often, 
And I want to ask you, Pop, how come we, my generation, right, we often use this word depression. I know, uh, I understand that everything isn't depression. We're not depressed all the time. Everybody ain't depressed. But we just use that word. And I, I just can't get with it because I know how serious it is. It's a very serious word, and I'm probably about to get shot at for this one. It's a very serious word, and it's become a catchphrase for attention. Without the fruit of real depression. Okay? Because some people use that word as an excuse not to do something that you were supposed to be doing. Or not to do social activity. Uh, when you no longer want to do it, things of that nature. I don't want to go through the whole litany list of that now. But uh, that word has become a catchphrase. And I've seen people that are really depressed. The dark place. Yes, sir. Okay? These people now have um, classic choice depression. Wow. You know what that is? I choose what day I want to be depressed. Oh, wow. Depending on what attention I think I'm going to get. Because you can't turn depression off and on. It's on. Until somebody comes to get you out of it. But you watch people now who, I'm depressed. That's a catchphrase for attention that a lot of people are, are using. And then there's people that are really suffering that can't get the help they need. Wow. Because the pretenders are in front of them playing the game. In the way. Now, are you? Can you tell us like if there's certain signs for real depression and when someone is pretending to be depressed? I, I would, I would do it, but I would want to do it on a whole other show. Oh, that, sure. that would take me a while mm-hmm. to to give you the true depression, the dark place, the pit. Um, the place of isola- internal isolation, um, the place of um, uh, uh, depression to oppression uh, to possession. That's a whole nother ballpark because a lot of people who are using the term, I'm a spiritual guy, who are using the term depression are calling something in that you don't have. And while it doesn't have you today, it will eventually get you because you called it. What you call is what's going to come. Okay? So God honors whatever comes out of your mouth. So when you run, I'm depressed, I'm to this, I'm to that. Well, you keep doing it, and what's going to happen is you open the door and a portal to something that you don't legitimately have. Your feelings are hurt. You're sad. See, when, when we were younger, we had, you were sad, your feelings were hurt, you got a whooping. Now you can't whoop your child because they're depressed. Crazy. My father, I'll give you a reason. Yeah, that, that's, that's where a lot of that comes from, is that people play that game. They want to be something, so the only thing they can identify with is the negative. Mm-hmm. So since they need a place to identify, they can only identify there because they think it gets you attention. And it grants you attention. It's like trying to tear a piece of paper in the in the dark. You tear that piece of paper. Yes, we hear it. Right. Yes, you whip it. At. We hear it in the dark. Right. Yes, sir. It's shattered. Yes, sir. It's that thing. I remember one time uh, a while back, I had a friend who, who came to me, you know, telling me that she was depressed. And I remember I came to you, came to you about it, 
She was calling every day, but true enough, she was calling everybody and their mama telling, telling everybody they was depressed. And I remember you telling me, son, most times when a person is depressed, they don't go around screaming they're depressed. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't. That, that's one of the other side. Okay, so I'm a hostage negotiator too. Okay. So I've had to I've had to deal with suicidal ideations and things of that nature. Um, the I'm gonna kill myself, then the path that it takes for a person to kill themselves uh, when depression kicks in for real. So with that, then being a counselor, the things that I do, you'll notice um, certain certain trends don't lead to reality because you'll find that all of the people who I've dealt with with depression, all of the ones who were suicidal with depression, they all act the same, do the same, and by God, look the same. This is, this is, you can look at it. Yes, sir. Okay? When you, when you get, it ain't something you go hide and you, you can't make up it. That Negro is there. Okay? And so a lot of people play the game because it's the easiest thing to say you have that they are never connected to anybody that, to anybody that can diagnose them. So you cannot self-diagnose yourself. This isn't a WebMD moment. Wow. This is something that's real, and that's what they do. I'm depressed. Well, who told you that? I just know I am because I, I feel this way, and I don't like this. Don't nobody like me, and this won't hurt me. No. You got, your, you, you got your feelings hurt. No, 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 no friends. You got your feelings hurt. Because a lot of the ones who, who say they're depressed have friends. But they don't want to be friendly. They want attention. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is, is there anywhere in the Bible where a character was probably depressed? The word depression is not used. Gotcha. All right. Okay. So, the word depression is not used. However, mm -hmm. when um, and this is stretching, yes, sir. when Elijah went into the cave mm -hmm. and he said, uh, "You know, I see that she's going to kill me," uh, kind of thing, and I, I'm the only one that has not bowed. Yeah. He went into the cave, and God came down and said, "What you doing down here? Mm -hmm. This is the remedy. This is how he got him out of the cave. What are you doing down here?" So this, this is what you're thinking? Mm -hmm. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go find. He said, Lord, just take me. Take my life because this is this bad. I'm going to have him bow. He said, you know what I'm going to have bow. I got 7,000 people that haven't done it. Wow. He said, so here's what I want you to do. Don't go get the 7,000. Go get your replacement. Wow. <laughs> go find Elisha. Throw your mantle around him. He's going to follow you and then he's going to replace you. Wow. And just to tick you off, I ain't gonna let you go to the grave. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> so imagine you're going to get your replacement, and your father come pick you up. That's so So I mean, that, that's that's good. You can't find it anywhere else. The word depression, you're not gonna find that um, in the Bible. Anybody goes any further than that, you're gonna stretch it. Um, you you got to be careful with that. So it says in the in the gospel, Jesus was exceedingly sorrowful even unto death. So they say that sorrow is depression, but I can't really take that because the Bible does not say that he was depressed, but he was exceedingly sorrowful even unto death, which means he went sore. He saw and knew he was getting ready to die. He had lived this life for 33 years, and now he's getting ready to go. So there you have it. Yes, sir. That's what I got. From, uh, one of my favorite Bible characters, actually, is uh, Jonah. But I used to often think that maybe Jonah 
was, you know, was depressed when he was inside of the belly of the well. But like you said, that's that no. Was Jonah wasn't depressed, depressed when he was in the belly of the well. Jonah, Jonah, Jonah took that L. Yes. <laughs> he took a huge L, thinking he gonna tell God what to do. Uh -huh. uh, lost his seat in the kingdom. So with with Jonah, you're gonna notice that he said, "Throw me overboard." They throw him. God don't let him die. He 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 catches him in the mouth of a great fish. He's in that fish, and God tells the fish, "Don't don't digest him. Just hold him. You can't you can't eat him. Just hold him for me." Okay. He talks about water passing by his head. He talks about seaweed going past him, and then he starts praying. Wow. When he prays in the dark place, then God talks to the fish, tells the fish to let him go. He never talked to Jonah. He didn't talk to Jonah until he came out of there. Still had to do it. You, you might as well stop it. Just obey from jump. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't do it from so you said, you said Jonah's your favorite Bible character? Yes, sir. Really? Why? You know... I, I really just, I like the fact that God still used him after he, he messed up. That, that, that was really huge to me. And I didn't, I really never seen nowhere else in the Bible where I seen a prophet really just rebel like that. It was, it just shocked, it shocked me, that's all. He was, he's an intriguing character to me, that's all. Got it. Who's, who's yours, Donisha? Oh, be Esther. Really, why? <laughs> because, because of... The fact that her uncle basically raised her and then she was the replacement of Vashti. Mm -hmm. And because Vashti didn't want to um, do what the king said at the time, and so she got replaced by Esther. She, um, Esther, Hadessa, um, is reared by another to be a savior for all. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal story. Really? Reared by another to be a savior for all. And, um, did you know that Esther was the only book in the Bible that does not mention the name of God? Yes. Whoa. And it also houses I read the, the whole book. it also houses the longest verse in the Bible, which is Esther eight and nine. Whoa. Oh, that part I did not know. <laughs> See, this is I, this is yeah. I'm a researcher. Uh -huh. you research, yes, I research. So yeah, I'm not a regurgitator. I'm a researcher. And so this I I, I love that about uh, I love that about. Esther, mm -hmm. that she didn't wait for the golden scepter to be handed to her. She walked in and said, if I perish, I perish. Um, it remind me of a, of another poet, um, 50 Cent. He said, get rich or die trying. <laughs> that's what Esther, that's, that's essentially yeah. what Esther said. Literally. I did. I went to Curtis Jackson. I went to Curtis. That was Curtis. I put you on to some poetry. Oh, okay, you know what you did. You did. Yeah, get rich or die trying. That's what Esther said. Get rich or die trying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she did. Bob. So who's your favorite character? So my favorite character is Abraham. Really? Yes. Let me tell you why, Bob. Because mm -hmm. so Abraham had one of the sons, right? He did it the wrong way, so I had to, you know, gotta get rid of him. Then even after he got what he wanted, and God was like, okay, I want you to give it back to me. Abraham had enough faith in God to say, you know what? Because you gave it to me, I trust you enough. If I give it to you, I'm going to be okay. 
and God still so you telling me that Abraham had enough faith to know that if God do destroys, he can duplicate? Yes, he did. Father, that was what I said. I mean, I won't say it like that, yes. but yes, that's exactly what it was. If God destroys, he can duplicate. And when he duplicates, he does it better the second, third, fourth, fifth time. Um, so, so you really like Abraham? I really like Abraham. Just because his faith in God, and then I feel like that helps us now. Um, so there's a, a term called adulting, right? And I'm kind of new into the adulting world. You know, I'm a young adult. That's Lord. So even, you know, so even with like adulting, I feel like it requires faith. You got to be able to know that no matter what, God is going to be able to provide. He's going to get you through it. So that's why I like to look at Abraham. Adulting is the word? Yes. What does what is adulting do? It's when you have to do like the bills. Responsibility. There we go. Responsibility. Oh, so you need faith. 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 Yes. <laughs> like, you need faith to get Getting oil changes, paying bills Meals. every month. I don't, like, I don't know why we have to pay bills every month. I feel like it should be like a subscription every six months or something. <laughs> Hey, yeah. maybe you can get elected to some legislative office and switch that out. So, so that we can do that because what's happening is it sounds like y'all don't want to um, do what you saw your parents to do all these years. Why you don't want to pay bills? You scaring me. <laughs> well, stop acquiring bills. You, you don't have to pay nothing you don't get. What I'm saying, though, do we need to pay bills for light and water? Like, that's a necessity. That's a necessity. No, but somebody got to regulate it or y'all use it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can't you just cut it off if you get to a certain amount? Y'all still milk water. Y'all still, hold on, stop. Y'all still water from me. Period. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. Let's, 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 go, let's go back. Because I want to help you with something. I'm going to help you with your adulting right now. Because you said you shouldn't pay for... Lights and water. Lights and water. Let me ask you a question. If they didn't filter what you're drinking, how would you get it? Okay, you got a point, Pop. Yes. Okay, I got a point. So why not pay them for what service they provide? So are you really paying for the water or are you paying for an expertise? You know what? You just broke it down and you really just All right, so let's go to, you said for lights. Yes. If they hooked just the biggest voltage of electricity to your house, could you handle it? No. No, it has to come in on what's, I believe it's a 220 line or something like that. Mm. Because if it didn't, you'd have more power than you could handle. So you can't pay for... I will, I'll preach it to It's two weeks, two weeks away. You can't pay them for the power. You're paying them for managing power that can't, that can kill you. Wow. Yes, sir, okay. Because if you want, Take that pen and jam it in the electric socket, and I'll show you why you. <laughs> I don't think I would. Go ahead, Mike. Let's no, see what's going to no, happen. I'll pass on that one. Let's go. I don't think this is something that you want. You, you just if you ask me, this ain't something that I think you want. So the the deal is, you have to pay for those services every month, every you know whatever, however you set your thing up. But it's necessary because you're paying somebody to maintenance or maintain something that you can't handle. You wouldn't be able to work and go pump your water from the well. Okay. Okay, and they gotta filter this water. Yeah. And then if you okay, if I don't drink water, I just ain't cool. Somebody's gotta bottle it. Yeah. You wanna be paid for your job, but we don't wanna pay other people for their job. 
Let me help you with your adult. <laughs> 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 I want to have the time. Yeah. 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 This, this is the reason why. Why I got to pay for insurance. Right. I don't get into accidents. Yeah, but it's other people that do. Yes, sir. Yes. And so because they do, you need to pay somebody that's going to help you recover your car because you ain't going to be able to take off work, go to whatever city their, their insurance company is in, and fight back and forth with them. So I, you don't need faith for a Delta. You need some sense. You're making some really great points, folks. Yeah, I'm gonna have to you need what? Yeah, some common sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I think, I think, I think we trip over the whole, you know, adulting thing because of bread. Yeah, money. Like, they do play a part. Think about it. Now, if you, if you, I ain't gonna say if you had it, had it, but you know what I mean, right? If, if, if it wasn't a struggle at all to say, you know what, I can do this, 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 then this, and I don't got to stress about it. We would be okay. You wouldn't be complaining about it, right? That's true. We would be okay. That's what I feel. That's what I feel. That is true. I put $60 in my tank the other day. $60? In your gas tank? Yes, woman of God. Everything I drive is premium unleaded, so. Oh, you really paid some bread for that. Yeah, so, you know what? So, I wonder if. If, if we had more money than we already have now, I really want, because I thought to myself, if I had $10,000 in my account, I'd be fine. This $60 dollars nope. <laughs> 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 It wouldn't hurt enough. You know, you know what I'm saying? So you know what? No, you do got a point. And I think we actually do have the bread, but then that's when we get into like the money. Y'all get into splurging. Yeah. Y'all yeah. get into going and doing things that yes, didn't nobody want you to do. Yes. Um, you, you keeping up with the Joneses yes, and all that kind of stuff. That's where that happens. So look, give me a minute. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Join the Victory United Fellowship of Churches Worldwide for Holy Convocation 2021, October 13th, 14th, and 15th. Be there. We are back with Adulting 101 with a bunch of people who refuse to pay their bills. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we don't pay our bills. Y'all just don't. We don't have that choice. Like, so you paying them with an attitude. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. You paying the bills with it. It's some, listen, it's some adults that don't want to adulting. <laughs> a lot. They still are paying don't. They don't want to pay them. They don't want to pay them like that. Mm -hmm. I want everybody who's listening to them. I'm eating grapes again. <laughs> no, these grapes are like, they're from the Garden of Eden. I'm not playing. They look really good. I'm not giving you one, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that every Sharing is caring. <laughs> no, we're not sharing. Because I need this for my spirit. Okay, well, can I get one for my spirit? No. Please. Go to Publix. <laughs> ask them. <laughs> For the spiritual grace. <laughs> Those are the best. Yeah. Way in the back. They got to go get them. He bring them out with golden gloves on. <laughs> but with that whole adulting piece, it's it's a matter of paying the person what they're worth. Mm -hmm. And not only paying the person what they're worth, um, making sure you're not wasteful with resources. Yes, sir. That's true. All right. So sometimes um, certain things you should, you probably wouldn't have to, struggle with if you didn't splurge in another area. Yes, sir. You're right. You're right. If you, you, you disciplined yourself. You said mm -hmm. you do that all the time? Yes. Whoa, this is transparent. Say, what'd you say? I do that all the time. When I splurge on, like, I know how to manage, but then if I, like I, if I feel like I want to do something for myself, I do it. 
And I feel like I splurge on me because I nobody else doing it for me. <laughs> I'm good. Okay, I'm 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 all for that. Mm-hmm. However, don't splurge on you if you're not gonna be able to see you because the lights are. <laughs> Yes, yes, sir. Yes. If the splurge is going to cause a purge, <laughs> don't do it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So that yeah, you you gotta you gotta manage that right okay. in there. This is where discipline comes in with money. Gotcha. Because um, I, I had somebody to tell me a jeweler say to me, um, "You gotta come buy this because this sells fast." Mm. I said, well, if you sell it, you sell it. Yes, sir. Right. <laughs> I'm A-OK with it. Uh-huh. But no, it looks really good on you. And if you don't come buy this, somebody's going to buy it. And I'd hate to see them walking out of the store with your with your chain on. Oh, they tried and I said, you. that's not my chain. It's your chain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yours. That's yours. And they kept telling me, mm. you got to come because this sells quick. It's going to go fast. Four weeks later, it's still sitting there. Wow. So you tried to bait me mm-hmm. with it selling fast, and I get into the place of desperation. Just because it's on sale today doesn't mean it won't go on sale again in a month. <laughs> right. And you, you learn that, and you let them keep it as long as you want to let them keep it that lets them bring the price down for you. Wow. You got to learn to negotiate in certain places. And wait, and some of y'all need to learn how to coupon at y'all age. Those coupons oh, make the difference. They make the world go round. I would love to learn how to coupon. I'm waiting for jewelry stores to get coupons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember uh, downloading that Dollar General uh, app. And then oh. I coupons. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm buying stuff for no reason. Stuff I didn't even need. <laughs> Just what you got to there. Lack of discipline. <laughs> you got the coupon. and ran out there. But I'm telling y'all, pray with me. I want these jewelry stores to get coupons. coupons. Yeah, I want. I need a half off. I feel like they can do it. I believe just for you. Yeah. I believe it'll happen. Yes, sir. I know it. Okay, so Pop, outside of you know the not splurging, right? Mm -hmm. Can you give me some tips on managing money, just in general, just with paying bills, making sure I don't splurge, but being able to still handle responsibilities, still having money at the end? Well, I I I do this in a um. In a financial class. <laughs> okay. But for free, let me tell you this. First and foremost, if you don't respect money, you'll never have it. That's that's key number one. Yes, sir. You have to respect money. Okay? okay. Not fear it, not be afraid that you're not gonna have it, but you must respect it. What does that look like? So a lot of people will leave the penny. I don't need to change. And then a few yeah. weeks later you need it. Yeah. I will pick up whatever I see left laying there. Because this is, say it again. Because this is a part of respecting money. I'm never without it. Because number one, I respect it. The people who are too big to pick up a penny are too big to ever be rich. Wow, never pass another penny. You know there are a hundred pennies in a dollar. Yes, sir. You find one, you're 99 cents closer to a dollar than you were the minute you, you stepped over. <laughs> right. Yes, sir. Yes, okay? Yes, sir. So, number one, you 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 hang on to it that way. Then, um, you, you're not going to believe this, but then the other part is act like you don't have it. Mm-hmm. To yourself. Okay. Oh, okay. 
just because you can afford it doesn't mean you need to go get it. Say that. Can you say that one more time? Yeah. Just because you can afford it doesn't mean you need to go and get it. Thank you. Okay? Some things are worth the wait. Because some of the things you want now are a fad. Fads fade and that's wasted money. Very true. That is true. Okay? So just because you can afford it don't mean you need to go get it. The the other thing is, um, like I want for, for all of y'all, everybody around me, yes, to start a business. Really? Yeah, because then you control the flow of currency. Mm, that's good. You control the flow of currency by hustle. By your product, by what you do, learning your craft. Start a business because what happens is, if you think about it, Rockefeller started somewhere, mm-hmm. um, J.C. Penney started somewhere, yes, everybody started somewhere. They're big now, but they were not big then. Right. And see, what most people do is despise the small thing. Very true. And try to jump to the big thing, and you don't have strength to hold the big thing up. Gotcha. This is where you lose. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna have money, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta respect it. You gotta act like you don't have it to yourself. Um, then you, you do some type of business to get the business model rolling in your life, because then you're learning to be a manager. And if you're faithful over few, then I make you ruler over many. Wow. Applies. Um, you walk up, walk away from that, um, and then learn how to hold it. Mm. You gotta learn how to hold money. Because a lot of people get it, they get the income taxes, burn a hole in their pocket. Yeah. They get, yeah. they get the um, what's the thing? That is? The stimmy. stimmy. Yeah, stimmy. boy. Stimmy. Stimmy for Jimmy. You get a stimmy. You get the stimmy and then um, am I supposed to say stimmy? Yes. You, okay. you get the stimmy and then it burn a hole in your pocket. You got to prove to everybody you got it. Wow. Don't look yeah. rich and be poor. Ooh. Now that's yeah. You yes, just said a mouthful right there. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So going back into the look poor and be rich. Right. There we go. I need to write that down somewhere. <laughs> so going back into the the business piece that you spoke uh-huh. about, um, when you I guess go into starting a business. Do you automatically go into something that you're good at? Or do you go into something of interest to you? Ask God mm-hmm. where he wants you. First, okay. get counsel. Because, um, see, you're you going to make me yes, fool with my business <laughs> class right now. Because everybody can't do everything just because you did it for a few people. Oh, wow. Okay. Just because I've done it for a few people doesn't mean that I'm good at it. Right. Yes, sir. These people don't know any better. Okay. Um, we had somebody to tell us um, the other day, you ought to go get this chicken. It is premier. Get this fish. It is the bomb. Blah, 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 blah. You need to go get this. This is going to be the bomb fish. Blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you about this fish. This because we was telling them that I like what I like. And I like right. a whole fried red snapper. That's like, mm-hmm. I, oh my God, his hand. It's hot. I'm higher, higher, higher. See, it got me caught up right here. So I love that that red snapper, right? All right. So I'm all over the red snapper. And then it was like, you want a red snapper? Go to this place, so-and-so and so right. And then he said, he kept talking. And then I, I sit back and I let him talk. He keeps going. Then he says, they put this white powder on top of the fried food. And I said, he said, it's superb, it's exquisite, blah, 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 blah. It's what, what did he say? Elite. Elite. I feel ill. He said it's I elite. And when he walked out, I turned to him, I said, that's JJ's. <laughs> I was about to say, it sound like JJ's. 
he could only talk to his level of exposure. Oh, wow. <laughs> because he could only talk to his level of exposure, mm-hmm. he was eating red snapper cutlets. That's what I was like, JJ said red snapper? No. <laughs> I want the whole red snapper head and tail. Right. When I get done, there will be a skeleton there. Okay? With 10-pound fish. I'm gonna murder him. <laughs> the, the point is, everybody can't cook that. Okay? So everybody shouldn't do everything. So whatever business you do, whatever thing you do, you've gotta, you've gotta know this is where I am, this is what I can do, this is what I can't do. Right. Okay? But don't do it just because she did it. Just because you your potato salad is good doesn't mean open a restaurant. But I'm gonna leave that alone because I got a business class coming up. Okay, I'm excited for that business so class. So when you see it and you hear me, and it's time for registration, register. I help your business. <laughs> I'm plugging myself right now. <laughs> so, Pop, I know you. You know you're talking to us and you're helping us, right? Yeah. Let me just ask you, what advice would you have given your younger self? Listen to everything they tell you. Don't talk to her. Um. Listen, so those two different things. Listen, listen to what I said. Don't talk to her. Um, pay attention in math, dumb dumb. <laughs> I would have told myself that because now I'm like certain things I wish I knew that I have to research now that Mr. T tried to teach me. But I wanted to be a class clown. I believe it. Listen to me. My name is written on the hall. The administrator, the, the administrators knew I was coming before I got down. Oh, he's certified, certified. They told me when I came in the morning, don't even put your coat in your locker. Just put it in the office, and when you come down here, you got it. You just go outside. Oh yeah, that means you definitely was a class class. I have more lunch with principals than anybody you know. Oh, my but that, that's the advice I would have given my um, my younger my younger self. Eat right. <laughs> um, take your vitamins. Work out. Yes, sir. Uh, I think that's about it. Pace yourself. That's what I told you. Pace yourself. Don't rush to do anything. Pace yourself so that you 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 live a long time with it. You take those 15 minutes of fame and spread them over 40 years mm-hmm. versus over 15 minutes. That's, good. That's what I would tell you. What would you tell your younger self since y'all adulting now? True. I would tell myself to fight less, stop fighting. Um, Which one, baby? Fight less or stop fighting? <laughs> fight less. I was about to give you a break because I thought you got delivered, but you're not delivered. <laughs> not delivered. You're not yet delivered. Almost there. Why would you fight me so much? I was just bad. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be honest. I'm just, I was just The bad. thoughts and views of this co-host is not the views <laughs> of the station. Um, like, like you said, shoot, I was in the principal office. I had lunch with them, too. They knew me very well in middle school. Um... My attitude. You can tell yourself about your attitude. Yeah, cause that was that was very bad, mm-hmm. very bad. Um, be around my family more. Um, make sure I be around my friends too. 
That's it? Yeah. What would you take your younger self? Um, it was like two years ago. I mean, yeah, it was like two years ago, but I would definitely say listen to my mother. I feel like a lot of things I could have avoided. I just listen. And then I would, um, I don't always have to be right. Your mother used to whoop you. Yeah, she did. Now, she You can say it right now because defects listening. Okay, yes, I want to go ahead and state that Sister Shannon Patrick, she did whoop me a lot, but that was because I always had a smart mouth for her. So my whoopings were, they were reasonable. And her whoopings were non-effective because you still got a smart mouth. <laughs> Actually, I calmed down a lot. Um, I have. And that's what the other thing I would tell myself, you don't always have to be right. It's okay to shut up. Woo! I, I will. Say it again so you can hear you. you. You don't always have to be right. It's okay to shut up. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a day of history here. <laughs> Tamaya just rebuked Tamaya. <laughs> I get I get rebuked by you, and I feel like I take it pretty well. Yeah, once I once I walk up on you, because you, <laughs> you think you you think you dealing with a phone. That is not true. I'm I never. G. I never feel like I'm dealing with a phone. right? Vroom vroom. Mustang. No. <laughs> That's over there. You just got Mustang. <laughs> D, what about you? What would you tell your youngest son? Just about to be good, child. Eat less. Eat way less. Diet out the womb. No pork chops. No rotation. What would you tell your youngest No cupcakes. I'm sorry. Three I'm sorry. We destroyed it. She meant that. That came from her heart. What would you tell your younger self? <laughs> well, I listened to my mama over here. <laughs> I had no problem. You said what? Okay. I always listen to my mama. <laughs> Don't I have complete. no problem. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would tell my younger self, hey, um, you know, you, you save save money. I I really feel like I'll be really rich. <laughs> I would have saved my money a lot more. When I was younger, but I, I, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. that that'll, that'll probably be my main thing, you know. And oh, when it came down to music, I would tell my younger self, yo, dude, you're not finna just be a little poker dog. I mean, we used to get mad at people. We used to get mad at people. Why they don't like my stuff? Why they ain't sharing? They hating. Paul, he even got mad at my grandmother one time. <laughs> Why? Yeah. She violated me. <laughs> I wrapped her grandmother 16 bars, my best bars. <laughs> she said, that ain't rap. <laughs> like, and he was like really upset with my grandmother. Once you, you about to get physical. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like coming for We got to get her some security. Listen. I said, well, what you mean it's not right? <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> she got up and left the table. <laughs> that was the end of the day. Man, she, man Jesus. She, she violated me. Jesus. Yeah. How do you feel? How did that make a, you feel? I went on a year hiatus. Just to reevaluate my life. I said, do I really want to be around? <laughs> Nobody can violate you like the seniors. Because yeah, no, at that point, they ain't got nothing <laughs> to prove. They going to tell you what they going to tell you right away. Well, listen, I'm, I'm glad y'all joined us today for um, this installation of Victory with a Twist. I pray 
that you were blessed and you got something from this. And if you didn't get anything, I hope you laughed with us at least. Because <laughs> that's at the least, that's what you should have done. Um, laughter is like medicine. And I pray that, that you've, you've laughed today, you've learned, you've loved. Um, and I pray that you know that you're not by yourself. And that no matter what you're going through, God has a way of bringing you out. If you have a topic you want us to cover on this here show, then send that to info at BCCATL. And in the heading, please put victory with a twist so that we know exactly what it's for. Please, please, please do that. Um, Tamaya D, would y'all close this out in prayer and we out of here. All right. Well, um, Lord, thank you for allowing us to sit here at this table Thank you for allowing us to have our seats on this hand lap of the Lord. And Lord, I just ask that you allow us to keep coming back and allow us to keep living. And also, you know, amen. And I also want to say, guys, please um, submit your comments, topics. We really would love to hear some of the ideas that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> if that wasn't the Charlie Brownest prayer I've ever heard in all my days. But we're coming back. We'll see you. Um, we're coming back strong and hard even when we come back. All right, love you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.